I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. End of the 3 o'clock hour we roll. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Daily Gambit, headed your way here shortly. Padres looking to make some noise here over this week down in Nashville, Tennessee, where the winter meetings will be held. We'll have Sam Levin on in, what, the next 15, 20, 25 minutes, somewhere around there? 19. Yeah. 19 minutes to be exact, according to Matthew Scraby. And uh, maybe... Bang, bang, Niner gang, bang. Chris, you you know what you're asking for. I love Go ahead, that. let's hit it with it. I bang, bang, again. I also uh, decided. I just want the. I want your fall if they should lose somewhere down the road. Mm-hmm. I want your fall to be lengthy. Oh, he wants you to have to go a long way long back. Long way back So he's going to keep boosting you up, baby. Yeah, I'm going to boost you up oh, from now oh, until. I was, like, confused as to until yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the saying goes, build them up. They don't even need to, to play. To they don't even need down, to play the rest down. of the NFC season. I mean, the Forty ers have already beaten the best two teams by a combined score of eighty-four to twenty-nine. But then they lost. You know, just every year, somehow, some way, those injuries start to come around for the Niners more than they do seem like for everybody else. I even I put two clips in the computer today. It was one for just a quick hit, and then there was one to work up to. A little extended joint. Just to really annoy Chris. Chris so you asked for it. I'm not annoyed. Just keep on, keep on popping off. That's what 49er fans do, man. Oh, it's always Believe bad. me, man, I lived with them years before you were ever born. I lived with 49er fans. You guys haven't changed. You think you're like a one of a kind. You are far from a one of a kind. Far you from are it. like every 49er fan. I'm sorry and that then I was born you're, into you're, greatness, okay? You're basically <laughs> embarrassing all of the 49er fans out there. I don't there know. There are probably some humble 49er fans who don't want to be I, grouped in with you, but they have to be. I can honestly say I don't know that I've ever met a humble 49er a humble fan. 49er yeah, fan. Maybe not. They usually let you know immediately yeah. why they are a Niner fan, why the Niners are the greatest thing that ever Happened to the planet. Yeah. You guys started this. I, I have not Listen, said anything. I of this. actually enjoy a little bang bang Niner gang, so it's not bothering me <laughs> at all. <laughs> now, let's get to our daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. 
Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. You know, we should also wish Mr. Joe Musgrove a happy birthday today. They are, uh, Blake and Joe are twinsies. That's right. Birthday they twinsies. Do have a, shout out to Joe Musgrove. Yeah. The son of San Diego. Yes. Hoping to see you soon, Joe. Daily Gambit, daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. Here's what we did on Friday, and here are the results. Oregon in Washington. Chris and I were dumbfounded by Washington being the underdog by nine points in this game. So we both chose Washington. It paid off for both of us. Washington wins 34-31. That that seemed like a team that came out with something to prove. I think everybody, there were nine-point underdogs. I mean, everybody was picking against them aside from the nine-point underdog thing. I think they even made it to ten, right, Chris, at some point? It got up to ten by game time. That yeah. means more people were betting on Oregon even. That was a, not a good move on those people's weird. part. Next one, Georgia-Alabama. Georgia, a five-point favorite in this game. Chris chose his favorite team, the Tide, and I chose Georgia. Alabama won 27-24. Uh, the 49ers and the Eagles. 49ers were three-point favorites in the game. 49ers were bet on by Scraby both Chris couldn't and I. understand that. As a matter of fact, I challenged him because he goes, this is stupid. Why are the 49ers favored in this game? The Eagles are the best team. I'm like, you want to bet? I'll take the Niners and give you three. And we'll actually put money on the table. And he didn't want to do no, that. No, he backed out. Yeah. The reason the reason is what because is the reason, I didn't think, I thought the 49ers were going to win the game, but I didn't think they were going to win by 23 points or whatever it was. That's that's No one thought that was going to happen. But uh, the Niners won 42-19 as we know. Aztecs against UCSD on Friday night. Mark Ziegler came on the show and said, this is going to be a way closer game than we all think it's going to be. Mark knows what he's talking about, by the Aztecs way. Aztecs were 14-point favorites. Chris chose the Aztec. I chose the Tritons. Tritons lost, but they uh, they only Barely. lost by one, 63-62. Well, not only that, they were ahead. The yeah. Tritons were ahead 14 points with seven minutes to go. Oh, thank, thank This you. was a thank blowout. Thank yeah. God for Ladeen. Like, they were going to win the game going away. Yeah. The Aztecs finished on a, I think it was a 22-7 to run or something to to catch him on the last second shot. Uh, Jalen Ladies, Jaden Ladee. Jaden Ladee put in the back, shot. Man. Yeah, that won it. That wasn't an easy board. It like, it's not like it just fell on his lap. Like He had to go get that, to go get that yeah. and then get it back up on the board that quick. Just like a nick in time. Yeah, for just sure. Just a nick in time. He's he, having, by the way, he's having, this least a start, he's having a very special year. He's yeah, having the type of year that you're going to end up having to talk about him at the end of the season regardless of what the Aztecs do. He's going to have to be considered for All-American. He's yeah. almost one of the top scorers in the nation if he's not the top. Although Mark Ziegler, again, always on the stuff, said that he doesn't know that, and he's talked to a bunch of scouts. I can see Because this. of his age, he's 25. Yeah. They don't know that he's going to necessarily be drafted. I can see that. It's crazy, the NBA, how good you have to be to get drafted. Sharkies were also bet on Friday, and uh, they were plus two and a half on the puck line so they were huge underdogs and Chris and I both took the Sharks 
And the Sharks won, Chris, six to three. Yeah, their first, their first road win of the year. That's why they were so the badly Sharkies. underdog. The Sharkies. And then the Nuggies were playing the Suns. Nuggets were three point favorites in this game on Friday night. Chris chose the Suns. I chose the Nuggies. Denver won by eight, one nineteen, one eleven. Now Zion Williamson over under twenty four points in the game on Friday night. Uh, Chris, the, you predicted this out like. Pretty much to a T because you said he's going to go under 24 points because they're going to get such a good lead on the Spurs that he's not going to have to play. It's exactly what happened. I should have went with you. I went over. You went under. He had 12 points. Oh, you were actually showing, you were actually showing Zion Williamson some, no, some love. I've I've said this before. Yeah, loves I, I like Zion when, when he plays. Oh, but, 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 yeah, but you were taking shots. But he at him has when he more wasn't missed playing. games than he does played games. Look, this is the same. I don't know why you're surprised, Tony. This is the same person who completely gave up on Brock, Brock Purdy a month ab- ago. I didn't now is putting right. him in the Hall of Fame. I didn't say that. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Michigan. I, and, I apologize, Scraby, for even getting on Michigan you. and I, I'm just going <laughs> to keep going. Michigan and uh, Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Over under 35 points in that game total. Should have known. Chris went over. I went under. And it was under. It was 26 nothing. Michigan. So. And you know what? It's, it's, as big as that score looked... And Michigan, you know, is the number one team, and nobody's, you know, arguing that fact. They scored 20 of their points directly off fumbles and turnovers inside <laughs> the 10-yard line. I mean, Iowa's defense is that good. Yeah. yeah. Michigan did not move the ball at all in that game. you got to feel so, bad if you're the defense. But feel bad if you're the defense? Of Iowa. You're like, Well, because you had to keep taking the field at your own five-yard yeah, line. Our team... The offense. Their offense one of the worst in the nation. All right, uh, let's go to today. And I have a couple quick things I want to tell you about from over the weekend. Primetime NFL games, though, are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app. Tonight at 4.30, listen to the Bengals and the Jaguars. And Thursday, the Patriots and Steelers right here on 97.3 The Fan. Simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. This is the cat matchup that Tony was waiting for a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yes. The Bengals the, and the, the Jaguars. Right? Oh, is the Ravens and the Bengals? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I thought player- I had such a cool little thing to say there. <laughs> It was, it was a bird against a cat. <laughs> you were definitely excited. Uh, players who scored rounds yesterday in the NFL Sunday, if you were to bet $0.10 cents on this, you would have made $949,384. Sam Howell, Tyree Kill, Derrick Henry, James Conner, Devo Samuel, Alvin Kamara, Dev- Devon Achan. All if you would have got all seven names, you would have got all that much All seven money. names and all saying that they had scored two-plus touchdowns, you would have been paid out $949,000. And how would you do that? How would you, you just pick seven you random guys and they all score two touchdowns? You you I can would. see you coming to Tyreek Hill, yeah. Derrick Henry. But Sam Howell had to rush those touchdowns. Yeah, that just has uh, no shame. And by the way, did you see Alvin Kamara going out of bounds and snapping that guy's leg? Oh, that was a. a it was an official, like it was like a, it was like a chain guy, oh. and, and Alvin Kamara goes out of bounds and falls and falls on this dude's leg, and you can see the dude on the ground like with his leg like uh. noodling, and Alvin Kamara looks back like, oh, oh my goodness, this guy is severely hurt. Sorry about that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was those sidelines are a little dangerous. Very dangerous. Another one, if you were to bet the New England Patriots and the Chargers to score no touchdowns yesterday, you would have made. A good chunk of money because it was plus eleven thousand five hundred two. So this person wagered ten dollars, and there was no touchdowns in the game. They won twelve hundred bucks basically. So wow. I would never think to guess 
or to bat. No touchdowns on either side. All right. Not for the Chargers. It just goes to show you that you can bet on anything. <laughs> there was probably a bet on whether that guy's leg would noodle in the Saints game. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing at the guy's leg. Probably the noodle right, was... <laughs> All right, my parlay and then Chris. First is the Jaguars to be the first team to 10 points tonight. Uh, so it's plus 650 overall, but Jaguars first team to 10 points. Joe Mixon is going to have a bad night, I'm putting out there. Rushing plus receiving yards under 69 and a half. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars, the quarterback, said that Evan Ingram, he is going to get him a touchdown in any way possible. Evan Ingram has no touchdowns this year, so I have him as an anytime TD score. So Jaguars first to 10. Joe Mixon rushing and receiving under 69 and a half. And then Evan Ingram. I think that's touchdown. dangerous when you're a quarterback that you say yep. to yourself, yep. I got to get a certain guy a touchdown. That's when you mistakes right. happen. That's when Turnovers. you can get into trouble. We'll see what that works out for him. Uh, all right. The over-under in this game is 40 and a half points. Where are you going with that, Scrabe? 40 and a half for tonight's game. Bengals and oh, Jags. Sorry. Bengals and Jags. Yes. Scrabe coming off a 12 and 9 week. Picking against the spread. Not bad. What are you taking here? I am going to go. I mean, the Bengals, I can't. I'm just hoping for a high scoring game, so I'm going to go over. Over. Under. Under for Tony. I'll go under. The Bengals are uh, going to have to win with defense to have any chance to keep this game close. Uh, Jake Browning, 220 and a half yards. Tony? Under. <laughs> he didn't even think that one through. Uh, he'll go. He'll, he's going to go under, yeah. Although. Jamar Chase might catch one and run with it. Scraby, what do you think? Um, Two twenty for the Bengals quarterback. Yeah, I know uh, he was not good last week. I'm gonna say he goes over though, just so I get Jamar Chase yards. Okay, Purdue and Iowa basketball. Purdue used to be the number one team in the nation. Now Arizona is the new number one in college basketball. Purdue is home to Iowa tonight. Thirteen and a half points. I'll take Purdue to bounce back after losing to Northwestern the other night. Plus, I don't like the Iowa coach. He's really annoying. Is that that Fran guy? Yes, Fran McCaffrey. Oh, man. Is that 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 Fran guy? It is. It's that Fran guy. That's him. Uh, Scraby? I'm going to go Purdue because I don't like Fran either. You don't like Fran either? No. Tony? Tony, you can pick Iowa. It doesn't mean you like Fran. No, no. I'm picking. You're still picking the Boilers? I'm picking the Boilers. The Boilers? The Boilermakers. All right. And guess what tonight is, guys? The quarterfinals of the NBA's in-season tournament. Let's go. Wouldn't want to miss this. Let's go. Uh, Boston hosting Indiana. Winner moves to the semifinals. It is not a Tuesday or a Friday. Why are they changing the schedule on me? That's just a group play. That was now we're into now the, you're into the actual elimination wait a knockout round, baby. I, I was sitting in front of my TV planning on to tomorrow night you gotta, with my in season tournament jersey on. You gotta on. follow along, baby. No, yeah, no. NBA messed up. With no, this it didn't mess up. It's playoff time I'm now, sorry, baby. Chris, I was just making sure. Hey, hey, I'm just telling you right now. If you've watched those games, they are playing like it's April. So, it's good entertaining uh, basketball. Boston and Indiana are going to play tonight. This is not a game that anyone would care about. But 
since it's a quarterfinal game of the in-season tournament, it seems to carry some weight. It yeah. does not carry. I weight. must tell, tell you, you. It, it, it has. It has those ga- these games. These tournament games. Scrib, have you looked- don't know. <laughs> he hasn't. Done- you don't know anything. He hasn't NBA. watched. You know what one. I do. I you go and I look NBA on the internet, stuff. and nowhere can I find anyone that cares about the in-season tournament. Where are, you, what are, where are you looking at? Well, how about coming to your own studio NBA where you work Reddit? and sitting with the two guys here? We care about it. You guys are how weird. How do we not count? You guys are weird. We're not. We, I'm sorry. I We're shouldn't not. have done this. this. Is we got to go to break. <laughs> this is working. It's not working at all. It's definitely working, No one baby. cares about this. You're all just right. mad because it's working. It's I don't not care. working. It's totally working. Indiana, Boston, the over-under is 246 points. Scraby. Ooh, Indiana scores a lot I of hope points. It, I hope it's like three to two. So I'm going to say under. Oh, three yeah. to two. <laughs> a real fun game in the in season tournament. Uh, Tony, what are you for, going? He's hoping for five points scored <laughs> just so that's not successful. You are crazy, dude. Uh, I'm going to say over. I'll say over, too. These teams. Jason Tatum, they can score. Uh, the other game tonight, New Orleans oh. at Sacramento. Oh, my gosh. How could I live without it? Sacramento's favored by three and a half. Tony, at Sacramento, Ooh. Zion's playing against the Kings. This game means something, Scravy, all take, of a sudden. I'm going to take the pills. I'm going to take New Orleans plus three and a half. Uh, I'll take Sacramento at home, minus three and a half. Scravy, I'll take the Kings, too. You got the Kings. All right, we'll see how it all turns out tomorrow. There are our bets, our our bets. When we come back, Sammy Levis joins us. Sammy. Sammy Levis? Yeah, the guy that works here. <laughs> and I had dinner with the other night. <laughs> Sam Levitt, our pre- and post-game show host from Nashville Live. Baseball winter meetings update after traffic. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Last year, baseball winter meetings, we were there. But this year, they're in Nashville, Tennessee, and so we had to bring out our heavy artillery, sending only our best and brightest to Tennessee to, uh, what is it, Opryland? 
Where they're having the winter meetings? Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Is it? Yeah. should ask well, the guy who's there. Let's find out about it. Mr. Sam Levitt from the Padres pre- and post-game show is there at Opryland. How have you been finding your way around, Sam? Pretty well so far? Uh, <laughs> I'm not finding my way around. <laughs> I'm constantly lost. I'm constantly searching for various rooms. I'm searching for where to eat. I'm searching... Where to get a cup of coffee? This place is an absolute maze. It's beautiful, and it's all lit up for uh, the holiday season. So it's beautiful, but my goodness, it is confusing. But uh, everybody's having a good time and uh, getting ready for what should be a, another interesting night uh, on what's been a, a pretty quiet day one here of the winter meetings. Well, Sam, uh, talk to us a little bit about what you know about Juan Soto. I mean, that's what the Padre fans are the most interested in. Michael King, uh, Thorpe, I believe it is, is the other guy that the Padres seem very interested in. Uh, Various reports say the Yankees don't want to part with both guys. Maybe they don't want to part with either guy. If Let's just say the Padres can't work something out with the Yankees for Juan Soto. Is there going to be somebody else that jumps into this fray too? Well, I'll kind of walk you through before I get to what A.J. Preller said uh, just about an hour ago, uh, walk you through sort of the, the feeling I got last night and into this morning, talking to people around the convention center last night and into today. You know, look, I, I think it's a pretty wide consensus that Juan Soto will be moved, if not here at the winter meetings, that later uh, in the winter. Um, but I also felt like there was, uh, you know, a lot of talk about Shohei Otani and how you know, the timing of when and where he signs could potentially, you know, affect the market for Juan Soto. And I've heard, you know, the the Toronto Blue Jays mentioned a lot. It's somebody not only that, obviously, and it's been reported on, uh, would be interested in Juan Soto, but also could be impacted on if Otani signs elsewhere and doesn't sign in Toronto. Would that mean the Blue Jays are more inclined to trade for Juan Soto and give up uh, even more for Juan Soto? And then, I think on top of that, you know, talking to people around here the first 24 hours, you know, I, I, for, as, for as much as I think the national conversation has been, oh, the, the Padres have to trade Juan Soto, they're going to trade Juan Soto, I do think there's still a little sliver of, well, it is A.J. Preller and it is the Padres and they've surprised us before, so don't count out the possibility that maybe they find a way to make this work and not trade Juan Soto, even though, you know, that seems like a slim possibility. So uh, initially, I think you, you you look at all those things and um, and that's where we stand here on, you know, this uh, this Monday evening in Nashville. I will tell you that A.J. Preller spoke with the media a little over an hour ago, and, and I'll just, you know, read some of the things that, that he had to say, the notes I wrote down here. You know, A.J. talks about, uh, you know, anytime you have an elite player like Juan Soto in the last year of a deal, teams are going to check in and listen on anything that can, you know, uh, make their team better. And, um, look, he, he said they're still going down a bunch of different paths. Um, you know, he was asked, even with all the rumors going around, if there's a path to Juan Soto being on the opening day roster. And he said, yeah, 100%. That's a very attractive option. So AJ did not go as far to say, yeah, we're, you know, we're definitely trading Juan Soto or anything like that. He was asked directly if there's a path to keeping him uh, in the in this opening day lineup, and, and he said yes, um, you know, and uh, but he did admit that they were getting a, a lot of calls on Juan Soto, and he also talked about 
you know, the idea of value now versus value later as far as the return for Juan Soto and what they would, they would be looking for. And, you know, essentially AJ said something to the effect of, you know, the Padres are not going to take lesser deals to fill a need. So they're going through the exercise of exactly that value now versus future value in any type of deal they're, uh, uh, they're considering, and, and I actually, I, I talked to Tom Verducci. I haven't posted the interview yet, and we talked a little bit about the Yankees offer and the timing of it and, uh, you know, if the Yankees eventually will have to come around on it. I'm going to post that after we get off uh, off the air here. But I know that was a lot uh, on Juan Soto and one answer, but I did want to get through everything AJ had to say. Uh, so I guess as of this moment here in Nashville, yes, uh, it is the main topic of conversation, but I don't know that based on, you know, what people are talking about and what AJ said a little over an hour ago that we are any closer to a clear answer than we were at the start of the day as far as when and if Juan Soto will be traded. Sam Levitt joins us here, and uh, he's our MLB insider right now, and lots to unpack there. I think the first part is the translation is that one, or excuse me, that Shohei Otani is going to have to sign before anything probably happens with Soto. Uh, I, I would say the other thing that you mentioned at the end there um, and that we heard that, you know, the Yankees may not be willing to part with, with Michael King or, or Drew Thorpe. They're going to have to get there if they want Juan Soto. I think the Padres are in a good position in terms of whether they move them or not. There's a, a, a large market of teams that would want to be on Soto, want to be in on Soto, and that's why I would say – they're gonna the the this show is gonna be held up until Shohei Otani makes his decision. Yeah, and and you know it's anybody's guess as to when that'll happen, right? Will that happen during the winter meetings? I don't know, but I will say the sense around here is that a lot of things are halted until Otani signs, and for that matter, it seems like Yamamoto as well, because yeah. you have guys like you know Blake Sell, not necessarily guys the Padres are are going to get this on no other big time starting pitchers that may have to wait until Yamamoto, who a lot of people here expect is going to get 200 plus million dollars, uh, finds a home and then everything can, uh, can sort of roll from there. Tony, to your point on the Yankees and the Blue Jays in particular, and this is just me talking in my opinion, you know, there's been a lot made of pressure being on the Padres to trade Juan Soto that they have no choice other than to trade Juan Soto. And that may be true, but I'll also say this. There's a lot of pressure on the Yankees and Blue Jays. No the doubt. Yankees haven't been to a World Series since 2009. They're coming off a season that, that was not good. They're, they have a frustrated fan base. It seems like there's pressure, a lot of pressure right now on Brian Cashman. And, you know, it's out there that, he's, that a deal's been discussed and players are going back and forth. So the idea that the Yankees now would not get him, um, that, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for, for the Yankee fan base. And, look, Toronto is a different situation, but they've got obviously the young core of players and Guerrero and Bichette and, and a bunch of others too. Look, those guys can, can leave uh, within the next couple of years, and, and they are very much in a win-now mode. And obviously they've been linked to Otani as well. So uh, they're, uh, you know, they're going for it. Uh, as far as uh, the rumors that have been that have been swirling here, so I would just say again, just me talking my opinion. Yeah, we can talk about pressure on the Padres, but uh, I think there's a lot of pressure on on specifically the Yankees and the Blue Jays as well. 
Sam Levitt finding his way around Opryland there in Nashville. <laughs> Barely. Barely finding his way around. A uh, couple minutes left, Sam. Uh, what are you hearing about Corbin Burns? And uh, the, another name that I heard linked to the Padres, possibly, if Soto were to go to the Blue Jays, Alec Manoa. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything on either of those guys. I mean, I, I've, I've read what you guys have read. Um, you know, I read an article the other day, uh, you know, detailing sort of the, the, the idea that maybe you could find a way to, to flip Soto into Burns, maybe, uh, you know, via a three-team deal. I mean, if that's possible, that's something I'd certainly be interested in if I were A.J. Preller. And, and look, Alec Manoa, I will say this, um, you know, would be the kind of guy that I think the, the Padres are looking to add uh, uh, pitching-wise, just in the sense of, you know, a guy who you can kind of buy low on and then hope that he can work with Ruben Niebla and you get the most value out of him. I, I do get the sense that whether, you know, especially when it comes to the free agent market or even if you're talking about, um, you know, the idea of uh, keeping Juan Soto, well, the Padres then in a pitching sense are going to be looking for, for the Michael Walkers and Seth Lugos. Now, those guys, you know, have had nice careers and, and have put up good numbers in the past. But, look, the Padres, you know, you could argue did sort of buy low on those guys, and they flourished, and they outperformed their contracts, and obviously now will go, go make more money in free agency. Look, I think it's pretty clear, especially in free agency, and if there's limited money to spend, they will have to do the same type of thing. And A.J. Preller is going to have to find – those Wakas and Lugos, again, it's a really tough task, but A.J. Preller uh, has obviously shown he can do it. I think the a trade, maybe a little bit of a, a different scenario where if it is a Michael King, a Drew Thorpe, you know, really, you know, higher level pitching prospects, well, you know, that's, that's a bit of a, a different situation. But, you know, guys, the reality is that they mean, you know, even if they trade Juan Soto and get some younger pitching back, the more prospect-type pitching back, reality is that they still probably – need to find those value-type pitchers, right, and guys that they can buy low on and and hope that uh, and hope that they can make it work and, and get the kind of value they got from guys like Lugo and Waka. So um, as you can tell, as we kind of talk through it and hear from AJ and all the different elements going on here, there's there's a lot to chew on. And, and I think a, a, a number of ways this could go by the end of this week and obviously deeper into the winter. And one more reminder to Padre fans, uh, Sam Levitt reporting live from the winter meetings in Nashville. Tommy Pham is a free agent. All right. Just thought I'd throw that in just to get Padre <laughs> fans irate. Uh, yeah. All right, Sam, great stuff today. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more info tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening there. I know it's uh, getting dark probably in Nashville about now, but uh, we'll catch up with you hopefully uh, tomorrow. Yes, Scraby? Every day. He's Every there. day. Yeah. Good. Sam, look forward to it. All right. Better luck finding All your right. way around tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Get a map. Yeah, I, I, looked, I, I looked for a, uh, a midnight snack here last night. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. Snack. No convenience <laughs> store open anywhere. That is I was crazy. shocked. That I was absolutely shocked. You got to be kidding me. I got to have a the, midnight the snack. <laughs> yeah. Sam's got to eat. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right, good luck. Sam Levitt there in Nashville. No midnight snack. He's working on – he's probably on fumes this afternoon since he didn't get his midnight snack last night. All right, we got the Big Five coming up here. About an hour to go before Monday Night Football. 
That's the latest from Nashville. More Gwen and Chris coming up. Real quick before we jump into uh, this big five, corner Buster only, and this came out about, he tweeted this about 30 minutes ago. Only Shohei Otani seems to know where he's going to sign, leaving everyone else to guess. One player agent thinks he's going back to the Angels because of money, sure, but also because he is devoted to routine and no organization would offer him more autonomy than the Angels. So I don't autonomy know. Autonomy for Otani. <laughs> uh, there was talks of that during the season of how he's not necessarily enamored by, you know, the big stage. He wants to play on the big stage, but um, that would be interesting. If he went back to the Angels, you know who that would benefit most? I think it would benefit the Padres more because the Angels aren't in on Otani. I mean, they're not in on making trades like that. So every team that's in on Otani, I'm sure, would turn their attention that, then to Soto because there's a pretty big drop-off position player-wise after Otani exits the free agency stage. So just thought I'd share that before. I also read something about Yamamoto being another holdup. Wherever he goes, it might change some free agency and plans. To me, did you that... listen to our interview with Sam Leonard? <laughs> I, I, is that where you heard that? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. No, I was interesting. He, he wasn't paying much attention. Real Never quick, the, the, the interesting thing about that, and it's kind of mind-blowing to me, um, nobody – he hasn't yet to pitch in the big leagues. And I know he's probably going to be good, but there's another pitcher that's at the top of that list, and Blake Snell, who just won a Cy Young. How is he not the holdup? In this whole conversation. Because what you don't know is always better than what ah, you know. That's what it For is. For whatever reason. I don't know why. It's like the prospects yeah, that the yeah, Padres yeah. are supposedly going to get from the Yankees. Same thing. These two guys, uh, what is it? Uh, King. Well, King's pitched in the big leagues. But you know what I'm saying. Thorpe I mean, and, Thorpe and um, King. They're going to be the best two pitchers we've ever had. And you've never seen anything to dissuade you from that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. All right. Let's get to the big five. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop 
what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we're meetings happening as we know, but last Friday, uh, Chris and I were talking about something about the one Soto trade. Number five. Tony wasn't here. Chris, you may have additional thoughts on this, but it is that the uh, during the talks between the Padres and the Yankees, it was reported that the Padres wanted to package Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, and I read a lot about this over the weekend. And this seems just like a pretty good way to unload Grisham instead of finding a trade partner for him alone. So, Chris, uh, do you think the Padres need to hold steady on those two players going together? No, I don't. Um, but if they can uh, find a way to move Grisham and get somebody that they think is better than him, uh, in you know, in a, in a, see, this t- trade may be so complicated, and we've heard the the possibility of three teams being involved. Maybe Grisham goes to one team, Soto goes to another. I, I don't know how they're going to work all this out. But I don't think Grisham should be a sticking point. I mean, if you if you find a trade partner for Soto and you can get the haul that you're looking for and they have no interest in Grisham, by all means, get the haul you're looking for. So, Got to hit that button. Your mic on? Uh, Tony, you didn't get a chance to speak on this. Do they need to go together? Yeah, I think this is a stupid premise, honestly. Oh like, Juan, no disrespect, but Juan Soto, that can't be the holdup on any Juan Soto deal. It just can't. I mean, you want to package them together. I mean, I, listen, I think that might be the ideal thing, maybe, if that's what the Padres are thinking. But I don't think Trent should hold up, as Chris said, any deal that has to do with Juan Soto. I don't think... It will hold. He will hold up any deal that has to do with Juan Soto. Can you imagine? I, I can't imagine a world in which AJ Preller's like, "Nah, we can't do this deal unless Trent Grisham is in it." Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. All right. Number four. There was a name trending on X yesterday, and if you know, you know. The name was Dom. Dom is the head of security for the Eagles, and he was involved in an on-field skirmish between Dre Greenlaw and Devontae Smith. Greenlaw was ejected after he was pointing at someone, or he was pointing at someone, and then Dom's face got in the way. Dom was also (laughs) ejected. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, in all seriousness, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk did report the league is looking into this and may levy heavy penalties against Dom and the Eagles team. So, Tony, through this whole thing, what do you think should be the outcome? I don't know what should be. I mean, some fines should be the 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 outcome. But given that last week they we found out that they basically fired a photographer for pulling out for allowing Tyreek Hill to take his cell phone. Yeah, they pretty much removed him for the rest of the season. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill, by the way, has decided to pick up his salary has, yeah. moving forward. My guess. Is that said security guard is going to suffer the same fate? He's head of security. Yeah, well, he still might. He's still probably going to suffer the same fate, and hopefully, there's. Uh, I don't think it'll be Greenway, but somebody Greenlaw. who Greenlaw. I don't think it'll be him that picks up his salary, but hopefully, someone <laughs> does that for the security guard because NFL they rule with a, an iron fist. It seems like when it comes to these situations. Yeah, um, I think. 
Anyway, Chris, you go first. Or, well, yeah. you have to punish heavily the person who started all this. And the person who started Devontae this Smith, was geez. Greenlaw, yeah. who picked up Devontae Smith and, and for no reason him. body slammed and he got him a yard on the Eagles bench. He and did. a fine and everything else See, that goes along with it. the ejection didn't need to happen. It, the ejection didn't happen until Dom came, became involved with no, it. No, he probably could have been ejected for that play. Oh, it was so on. bad. The 49ers are cheap shot artists. They and they were not. all day long. That's why there were scuffles all day long. Having said that, the security guard needs to be removed from the sideline for the rest of the season. Oh, I don't wow. care what happens. You can't get it. Can't have a big security guard dude involved with players during the course of a game and interrupting what's happening on the field. Even if it happens right in his face on the bench. Get right. out of there. Well, I can agree with Chris to a certain extent. <laughs> But Dre Greenlaw, I don't think needed to be ejected. If no, he, he of course no. not. He did nothing. No, but if Dre Greenlaw doesn't get ejected, who started he, the whole he, thing? He tried to do the most disrespectful point push, push Dom's face. face got in the way. No, no, he yeah. was trying to. He mm-hmm. was trying to be as disrespectful as possible. Yeah. I'm being serious. No question. I'm being because, yes, because Dom told him it was BS that okay. he what he did. And it was. I'm not saying that that Sounds what like he did def- was okay. Okay. Dre Greenlaw, exactly, that was dumb. What exactly? Are but if you he saying? doesn't get ejected, and then Dom doesn't have to get ejected, you just move on with the game. You can't have a player putting his finger in somebody's eyeball <laughs> and expect, and expect no that reaction. There's going to be nothing. <sighs> Dre Greenlaw started. What is his name? Greenlaw. Yeah, he started everything, and he's the reason that the whole thing happened. His fault. Totally right. his fault. All right. Well, agree to disagree forever. Of course. Number three. You've never you st- I, you think Barry Bonds <laughs> is clean. I mean, you're it's a, a San Francisco fan. I mean, I don't expect any other. The, the most obvious thing in the world could happen right in front of your eyes, and you would say the sky is green because well, you're a 49er fan. First off, that's what you do. No one's cranium grows, and they don't take. HGH, so I'm not saying that Barry Bonds is clean, okay? <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered. He's still the best ever. All right. Despite signing an unprecedented $60 million contract with the MLS, Lionel Messi had a blunt way of talking about the MLS. He said in an interview pertaining to his upcoming World Cup status, quote, I am also aware that I went to a minor league, but a lot happens because of how one faces it and competes, end quote. So not very complimentary con- comment about the MLS. <laughs> That's not what they needed. Chris, how damaging is this comment? Uh, damaging might be a too strong of a word, but it, like I just said, it's not what the MLS needed to hear. We already know that the MLS is a minor league compared to Premier League and La Liga and some of these other ones, but you don't need a star player just signed a multi-gazillion dollar contract to be the focal point of the league saying such. I... Surprised Lionel Messi a little more careful than that. Yeah, that was pretty sure. I think you got to kick him out of the league. Uh, just, just what yeah, about his just money? Unilaterally kick him out of the league. Have him go. sit with that security guard. Yeah, him and Dom hanging out together. Yeah, send him over with Dom. Tony, how damaging is this comment? I mean, it, it can be, but I, I, I think you know, he speaks English, but it's not like perfect. I did read and, context. And, I, I tried to read and make sure and this maybe con- wasn't he taken put out of context. The minor word. And, I mean, I, I have a hard time believing that he took all that money to come over and be the face of MLS and then would turn Called around it and, a minor league. and purposely call it a but minor league. Now, isn't he telling the truth? Yes, but that's not what you, that's not what I think they would want him to say. Yeah, mm. to the world, not, it's a I'm, minor league. I'm not, I'm not, and that's the thing. And if we're comparing it to like the Premier League and 
you know, La Liga. Yeah. There's the, Italian. It's, it's ob- I don't know about Serie it. I can't, A. Yeah, it's obvious that those leagues are. But I don't know if it's obvious. They're better than MLS right now. Yeah. But I don't think that Messi was. I'm not sure. I'm not positive that this was like an intentional thing done by him. I did, yeah. I did try to get to the bottom of it, but most of the articles just did what I did and took the minor league comment and ran, ran with it. it. Yeah. Number two. Kind of where we're at. I will say I was wrong about Greg Olson and his broadcasting broadcasting but... skills. No, no. I'm, okay. That's what I'm going to say because uh, when I mentioned Greg Olson, I have said in the past that I was not a fan of his color commentary, yes, but I am now a fan of I think he's done a really good job of becoming a really good broadcaster because he explained things in a way that are simple, but they're complicated at the same time. It's amazing how he got uh, he got you to like him because he was the broadcasting part of a 49 no, that's, <laughs> I mean, It's amazing how these things not, just seem like to that. coincide with each other. I've been thinking that. about that all year. All right, yeah, all right. You just decided um, to say it sure. after the well, 49ers here's this. beat down here's the, This is the reason I'm bringing it up. Mm. With Frank Reich fired in Ca- Carolina, I almost said California, the rumors have spread about Olsen becoming the new Panthers head coach. Nothing has happened yet, but Olsen said that he definitely would be interested in talking about being in the head coach uh, market. One thought I had was, Tony, with no coaching experience, how is this any different than Jeff Saturday being hired by the Colts last year? They're both broadcasters. Is this me first? Yes. I don't know that there is a difference. Okay. Um, I I can't sit here and honestly tell you, oh, it's easy. Matt Olson's football acumen is... Greg Olson. Excuse me, when I say Matt Olson, yes, that's see, a baseball a player. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Olson's football acronym is much better than Jeff Sarah. I couldn't tell you that. I, I don't know that. So, I mean, consider neither of them had any coaching experience prior to getting the job, and they were both former players of said organization. I would say that you could say that it's pretty much exactly the same. Hmm. Chris? Yes. What do you think? Um, How is this different than Jeff Saturday? Probably not any different and probably not the world's best move for Carolina to be making at this point. They might want to go with something that's a little more secure. Now, this hasn't been said by the team at all. Considering that Carolina's hired how many coaches in the last three years? They might not want to go spending this this way. Yeah. Greg Olson, man, you finally got it good. Stay where you are. Well, he's being removed for Tom Brady. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay, that's part of yeah. All right, yeah, no. Still what? Carolina, I mean, Greg, you're still better off as the number two guy than the number one guy on the bench in Carolina. You'll be fired within six games. Chris is probably speaking truth right here. He probably is. <laughs> number one. Kirk Kenny broke this news to me this morning on X. He said, breaking USC coach Lincoln Riley just confirmed quarterback Caleb Williams will not play in the Holiday Bowl. So that's kind of a bummer for us here in San Diego. Chris... I know we've talked about this before, but is there, like, everything revolves around money and the Holiday Bowl wants Caleb Williams to play. Is there any way bowl games can pressure teams to have their star players play? Is there any way I can get you to stop playing Gang Gang Niner Gang? Gang Gang Niner. Well, yes, I'll stop playing Gang Gang Niner Gang, yes. No, you can't. You no. Can't. no, I mean, uh, your boy Christian McCaffrey started all this, and so now it's out of control. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is a uh, you can't you can't go back and redo this. I think unfortunately this is the route that guys are going to take, and you can't necessarily be mad at them. No, no, you can't. And there's no way, by the way, that 
team that you're going to be schools are going to be able or bowls are going to be able to force schools to make their players play. Caleb Williams, you will play or else. Yeah. Bowls are going to go away before the likes of Caleb Williams have to play in them. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris versus the fans is up next. New prize for the month. We'll tell you on the other side. Wow, the music sure went away quickly there. <laughs> he turned it down super fast. Welcome in. Back in. Gwen and Chris. On a Monday, 4.01 is the time. What are you guys complaining about? You well, just faded. about you the music faded, fading like, before I could even quick. Someone turned there. on their mic and I didn't have my headphones in, so I just thought I would bring it down I, a I mean, bit. I, I turned on my mic because it was time to like get back on the show. I mean... Okay. And you know how many times today, in however many segments, I've gone to talk and my mic wasn't on, so I just made sure it was on this time. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. It's crazy. Uh, the show's crazy, been crazy today, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. We got uh, about 30 minutes to play, and then it's on to Monday Night Football. It is the Battle of the Cats, the game that Tony's been waiting for, the Bengals <laughs> and the Jaguars. From Jacksonville. Is this what I was referring to when yes, I said yes. Battle of the Cats? this is the game you were referring to We had talked to about along. it earlier that day, we huh? did, yeah. Yes, this is the game you were excited about. It is finally happening tonight, although without Joe Burrow, it has certainly lost some of its appeal. Jags win. I'm pretty sure they're the number one seed in the AFC playoffs for the time being. Bengals win. That honor goes to the Dolphins. Uh, 49ers ripped the Eagles yesterday. There's no way you could have missed that news if you've listened to any part of this show today. Uh, baseball winter meetings getting underway in Nashville. Padres still have Juan Soto. There are rumors circulating every which way. Yankees, Blue Jays seem to be the two teams that have been mentioned the most. But uh, it's still a little bit too early in the proceedings to really uh, come up with any uh, concrete answers. Uh, college football messed up its playoff, <laughs> not because they didn't choose Florida State, but just because it's messed up. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know how else uh, better to say that. How, You've about, got... how about your boy Paul Feinbaum today? Did you guys see that he was talking no, about stop boy. with the fake outrage of, for Florida State? Well, of course he's going to defend the SEC, and that's why I really wanted them to not make it, just to hear how. Because he would have been coming from a, compl- a flake, fake outrage. Right, fake outrage. He would have blown a gasket <laughs> if Alabama and he Georgia both he got He would have been so out. mad he would have grew some hair. Like on top of his head. That's how pissed he would have been. I think that's pretty accurate, Tony. Uh, College basketball, the Aztecs are back in the rankings, sneaking in at number 25 despite a narrow victory over UC San Diego on Friday night. So with all of that, you're caught up, and now it's time for Chris versus the fans. And we've got ourselves a new prize for the month. So I'm excited. Fresh copy to read. Here we go. <laughs> You're going to be qualified for a grand prize. It's a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Dinner at Edge Steakhouse, plus two tickets to Manilow at Westgate Las That's Vegas. Right. Join my guy, Barry Manilow, for an unforgettable evening at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino International Theater. Show-stopping performances from Copacabana to Mandy to Can't Smile Without You, mm. all while experiencing a night of illustrious showmanship. Uh, I can tell you Barry Manilow puts on quite the performance. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manilow. 
at Westgate Las Vegas. Chris first the fans brought to you by Tarpy Plumbing, Heating, and Air for the best HVAC and plumbing services in San Diego and the surrounding areas called Tarpy today. With that, we can play. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Scraby, give us some rules, and then uh, we will get rolling on this. Yes, you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question, or you win. And if you're a first-time player, let us know before you get into it, and you will get that first question for free today. Boom. Let's get to our first contestant of the day, Mark out in Bay Park. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, how are you doing? We're Hi, doing Mark. Well, Mark. Here we go. First question. The new ESPN betting service is called what? Uh, I don't bet. Sorry. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, no. I don't know the answer to this. Oh, no. Good for you, Mark. Good for you. <laughs> Hang on, Mark. Let's see if Mr. Ello knows this. Yeah, I do. ESPN bet. But they should call it ESPN take your money. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Uh, let's go to our The next. only reason I know is because I've seen it promoted. Every uh, time you go every... to anything ESPN, yeah, it pops not up. Yeah, it pops up, right? Yeah. So that's a question number one. Here we go. Question number two uh, to Mr. McCarthy. It just says McCarthy. Welcome to the show, McCarthy. Hello? Hey, what's up, fellas? Dylan. 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 All right, All right Dylan. Dylan. Good for you. Good luck. Thank you. All right. What team are the Padres going to open the season against in Korea next year? That would be the L.A. Dodgers. LA Dodgers. That would be correct, Dylan. Nice job. We move to question number two. Which two established bowl games will be the college football playoff semifinal games? This year? This, this year. year. Or this edition. Hmm. Huh. Um, and I'm blanking on the next one. What well, was the sure. first one? What was your first one? Rose Bowl, I think. Okay. And you, you And your second one, you got a guess? I got no guess. Got okay. no guess. guess. Stay there though. Stay there. Uh, Rose Bowl is correct, because I know Washington wanted to go there, and of course they're not going to go there, because, <laughs> you know, we have to make it convenient, as convenient as we can for Michigan and Alabama. Uh, the other one, I think, seed. is the Sugar Bowl this year. Sugar. Yeah, actually Sorry. not an Sorry, advantage Dylan, for Washington, you. who has to travel from Washington to, to Atlanta. To Atlanta. Yeah. Or is it in New Orleans? I think it's no, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. But it's still going to be a lot closer for Texas. Yeah. By the way, Texas and Washington played each other last year in the Alamo Bowl. Who won? Washington. Mm. So that's just something the to keep in mind. The intrigue continues. Yes. <laughs> All right. We go to our next contestant, Greg. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello, Greg. hello. Here we go. First question. All right. It was announced today 
Mookie Betts will primarily play at what position next season? Okay, I didn't hear that today. Let me think. Um, if I have to be specific, I'll just go, can I go outfield? You're going to go outfield. You can go outfield. Moving from... Right field to outfield. That is incorrect. To be. To be. To be. I don't know what that is. Second sack. Please don't ever. Just to get us away from this. Second base. It's correct. That's worse, Elmo. My goodness. We go to our next contestant. He said it with such vigor. Andrew, come on down. Andrew. Hello. Andrew, you Hello, there? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, I'm here. All right. All right, here we go. First question. He's ready. He's ready. Maybe. Andrew, where are the winter meetings being held right now? Uh, Arizona. 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 Not Arizona. No. Andrew wasn't... Uh... Into the waiter meetings in Nashville this year. That's right. Tennessee. Second sack in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. We move to our that, next that contestant. That really was funny. Jason. Welcome to the show. I don't know why you have a problem with that. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Just a Good afternoon, Jason. What's up, Jason? What's up, Jason? Here we go. First question. Not much. Jason, who leads the NFL in receiving yards coming into today? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't keep up on that too much, so I got a blank on that one. Man, another blank. Another blank today. It's got to be Tyreek Hill. The cheetah. Just destroying my questions. I mean, you didn't have that many anyway. I did, too. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next contest- oh. contestant. Oh. Um, I don't have one for you there. So let me do this. Let's go to. We're racing through them quickly. Today. Brandon and El Cajon. Brandon right, and El Cajon. We Welcome buddy. to the show, brother. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Happy, Monday happy days to you, to you, Brandon. Here we go. First question. C.D. Lamb played football at what college? I believe it was Oklahoma. Sooner is correct. Nice job. Nice job. Sooner. It's going to win me a fancy championship. Win the question number two. Boy, God forbid you should win the fantasy championship. I mean, you're already impossible to deal with. Baseball, then football. Yeah. It'd be the worst thing that ever happened to us. Yeah. Um, before signing with the Padres, what team did James Shields play for? Uh, he was on the Royals. Royals. I Indeed knew Brandon he would was. Know that Brandon's one. good. Brandon, you have made one. it to the final boss. Here we go. The final boss. Robert Ursay is most remembered as the man that moved the Colts from Baltimore to Indianapolis under cover of darkness. But before he owned the Colts, what team did he own? one. I have no idea. Throw out a guess there. Yeah. Uh, the Browns. The Browns. 
Stay there, Brandon. Yeah. Correct. I know that. Chris I got Brian. bad news for you, Brandon. Uh, I grew up in L.A., and the owner there was uh, Carol Rosenblum, who traded his franchise with Robert Ursay. So I believe it was the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, Brandon. Scraby. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't grow up in L.A., but I recall that. Scraby, you were pretty much out of question. So uh, we'll need to go to a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Who just you, who, in, just to let everybody know, in two minutes, we'll give away the next biggest fan name. All right. So uh, what? Ran, let's, let's. How about this random? Okay, yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> I thought you had one. <laughs> Mike Mordecai. I have no idea who this person is. He's a baseball player. He is a baseball player who has an Expos hat on. Okay, wow, he he's is a, a random time. guy. <laughs> Ninety-four random. to two thousand five. Okay, all right. So let's go to. What made you think of Mike Mordecai? Anything in particular? Are you going to be okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I'm soldiering on. As a little kid, I just loved his name. Okay, Mike Mordecai. There you that go. is a good name. Yeah. All right. All right, Mario, you are playing the tiebreaker. Uh, do you know how to play? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go with this. Chris, man, Mike Mordecai did not play a lot. I mean, he played he, – he must have been a bench guy. He was. Okay. Um, Chris, how many RBIs did Mike Mordecai have in his career? 11 seasons, he had – 200. 200 RBIs. About 20 a year. All right, Mario, is the actual answer higher or lower? Can I ask the question? How many years did he play? 11. Or 12. 12, That's I'm sorry. 12. Um, I'm going to go higher. Going higher. Unfortunately, oh, not. Nice. Stay, oh, How I'm many sorry, did he Mario. have? He had 132. Oh, boy. Not many. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, he didn't. Yeah, like you said, he was a bench he's, guy. He's guy I mean, came off the bench. Yeah, 15, 16 RBIs and a year. This, he right. played in an era where you play him off the bench, you weren't getting a lot of a lot of burn. Yeah, doesn't seem like yeah. it. <laughs> a lot of PT. Not a PT. Uh, all right. Well, we got to get to our, our yeah, next Yeah, we're going to go with um, Robert in Vista. What's up, Robert? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Hold on, Robert. Good job, Tony. Good job. You know what? Because it is now time to name Whoa, today's it must be 415. biggest fan. 415, ladies and gentlemen. Today's biggest fan is James Taft of Santee. Give us a call at 833-788. Why do I keep? 833-288-0973. Within the next 10 minutes to register for our grand prize of 20 tickets to a 2024 Padres game in the Odyssey Suite to watch a Padres game with your friends and all of the fans' hosts. If you want a chance to have your name called to register for our grand prize, visit 973thefansd.com slash biggest fan today. Biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. James Taft of Santee. 833-288-0973. Time starts now. All right. One of these days, I'm going to get a hold of this copy. I don't know how I, I don't know how to access this copy, but I'm going to get a hold of this copy, and I'm going to type right in the middle of it, I am a dummy, to see, <laughs> see if, if you, you actually read it. Read it. <laughs> I know for a fact you would. Let's, let's 100% get that okay. done. Right. At some point okay. this year, right. we're right. going to try to slide yeah. that in there. Right. Okay. Well, right. it's not fair because he's the only one with access to the copy. I don't have access oh, to I this have copy. access to the copy. Oh, okay, good. Tony doesn't know where to find the copy. Oh, right. Tony I think I do. All right, Robert, you're up. Are you ready to play this tiebreaker? Yep. 
All right, here we go. Mike Mordecai, <laughs> Chris, gosh. had, um, oh gosh, how many plate appearances in his career? Oh, 100 would be too many. Um, <laughs> no, I mean 100 per year. Oh, I, mean, I was oh. thinking per year. How many years? You said 12? 12, correct, yeah. 250. 250? Nah, that's not fair. He had to have more than that. Yeah, I would. This I would say do a better a, guess. Of a random player I gave you guys today. It is. This is this is good though. Well, I mean, a hundred would be twelve hundred. No, six hundred. That's what I meant. Six hundred plate appearances. Yeah. Uh, Robert, just, my, is it, my math was faulty there, Scrib. Six hundred is what I wanted to go. Robert, is the answer higher or lower? Less. Less plate appearances. Less. Oh, he had more. <laughs> he did. He had. Darn. One thousand five hundred plate appearances. We might be playing forever. We can't get through this. I think we need a new. <laughs> I'll give you a different one. Coming okay. up next, Thursday night football. <laughs> How about uh, Powegian Field Plantier? Oh, oh, there we go. In the, in the Poway Hall of Fame. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's get to our next contestant. Let's go to Raphael and Chula Vista. Hit thirty-four home runs one year. What's up, Raphael? Raphael. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's Do you know how to play now? the tiebreaker? Um, <clears throat> not familiar with it. Okay, here we no, go. I'll easy. tell you. I, I'm going to ask Chris a question about a number. He's going to give me a number. You're going to guess. You're going to answer whether or not the actual number is higher or lower than what Chris said, okay? Gotcha. All right. Chris already knows about his home run hitting, so why don't I do this and go with how many RBIs did he have in his career? How many years did Phil play? Eight. Eight years. He had a big year that one year. He had close to 100. <clears throat> but the other seven years, I'm saying he averaged about 40, which is 280 plus 100, 375. 375 RBIs. Is the actual answer higher or lower, Raphael? I'll say lower. Lower. Thank you for saying that because that is correct. Oh, thank you, 292. Raphael. 292. All right. So stay there, Raphael. Uh, we are going to go to break. And hope you enjoyed our game yes. today of pulling teeth. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. We've got traffic coming up next, and then we'll be back to wrap up our program on this Monday. I think it's, it's, it's clear, like you know, Darvish, Musgrove, so far have had you know good off seasons, you know, good starts to their off season. Um, but yeah, we've got to we've got to look up and we want to line up for with a few different uh, you know options that could go fill our rotation. Um, I think like some of the young pitchers, if they're you know in a spot where they you know can continue to develop and, and be guys that you know you go into maybe any part of the year, not just spring training, going to be a big part of the season, and they're able to to go get their starts and innings in the minor leagues, develop well, and they're more not come to the rescue, but they're guys that can kind of force their way into the you know into the into the pitching staff and, and into the rotation. That's the ideal world. So we've got some work to do for sure to to line up on on some arms to get us into that position. Did you regardless of what? AJ Preller there. You can find more on 97.3 The Fan's Twitter. Um, we are coming to a close of our show today. Um, Jags, Bengals, the Battle of the Cats, ladies and gentlemen. Meow. <laughs> I don't know about the meow. Chris said meow. Well, the Bengals were the meow. The uh, the roar was the Jags. The Jags. Okay. Yes, that's right. Uh, Although it sounded more like the Bengals, I must say. Currently uh, in the national championship uh, women's soccer game, Stanford's down 2-1 as uh, Florida State 
ahead in that game. Um, I expect probably starting tomorrow is when uh, moves. I'm not saying Shohei Otani. Um, that at the I read yesterday should happen sometime this week. Um, as I would expect with Shohei, nobody really knows. Uh, his camp held things pretty tight. You know what you haven't had, and we are well into the winter media, or we are well into the winter or the free agent season. You haven't heard one leak about where he's visited nope. or who has talked to him. So people are scared to death, man. <laughs> Whatever They're, they are paying attention to his. Yes, uh, threat. they are. Yes, they are. They are paying attention closely. So you know what's interesting. I don't mind it. I don't either. I don't need every five minutes either. somebody breathlessly saying Shohei Otani, you know, was in the elevator. Was in the elevator. <laughs> with, yeah, it just it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's okay. When he signs, that's the actual news. Right, right. When he picks the team, so, yeah, just let's just you know, wait. It'll all we'll all find out together. Arson was in San Francisco, but he's from there. Last he was year. in Central Park. <laughs> he was looking at birds. He must want to be a Blue Jay. <laughs> he was looking at birds. Well, was he looking at Blue Jays or Orioles? I, or Cardinals? Been, he could have been looking at any of them. Exactly. Could have been in the central, out there. He could have been in the Central Park Zoo looking at Cubs. Oh, for all I know. He could be in a church looking at Padres. Okay. It's true. Central Park Church. And it would yes. get and it would get reported. And the too. Padre is standing there, <laughs> the friar. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for our show today. Bengals, Jags, follows. See you guys tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.